This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumen.org.uk. That's L U M I N.org.uk. The presenter is Jeff Lumley. I had a dream uh, recently which was a bit peculiar and I, w- I remembered it, which is also a bit peculiar. And in this dream, I'd sort of gone to bed at night and locked up and closed all the windows, locked all the doors. Everything was closed and a thief got in. And as I woke up, I I felt that God was saying, you can do all the locking up you can, but unless I am guarding around the perimeter, you cannot stop the thief getting in. And actually, a few days later, uh, Hamas did what they did to Israel. And I remember the dream and thought, do you know, Israel is not a godly nation, sadly, and hasn't got the protection of God because it's committed itself to God. It's a very secular state. And they've done all the stuff with the missile defence shield and all the other stuff, but the thief still got in. But whilst I thought that, it was very particularly that the dream was about living the Christian life. And whilst whilst both of those are illustrations of the point, the point was you can do what you can do, but you can't do it all. And uh, that, that's the issue, really, that you can't stop. You can't stop the enemy getting in, no matter what you do. And that sort of rested with me. And then something else happened last night, which was that or not last night, yesterday evening, there was a fly in the house and it followed me around. And that's not particularly surprising because where I was, the light was on and the fly followed me. And uh, for various reasons, I don't have any fly killer available. So I wanted to get rid of it, but I couldn't. So I tried to trap it in rooms and I thought I trapped it in the spare room by going in there with the light on shutting the door on it with the turn the light off as I did so and I thought that's got it that's got it sorted and then a little bit later it was flying around in the hallway again and when I went to bed I had the only light on in the hallway the fly was in the hallway turned the light off went in my bedroom turned the light on the fly was outside all was good reading in bed and the fly is in my bedroom. And I realised what's happened, of course, is that although I've shut the door, the light is on in the next room and the light comes under the door and the fly gets in under the doorway. And I go, I realised that although I'd shut all the doors, there was no way of protecting myself from the fly. 
So the fly is attracted to light and follows the light. And I, I don't know what happened to the fly. Once I stopped reading, turned the light off. I didn't hear it anymore. I don't know. Wasn't around in the morning. I don't know where it went. But the point of it all is, one, the fly got in, even though I'd shut all the doors, even though I had locked up, there was still a fly which followed me. And the reason for that is the fly is much smaller than anything my barriers were able to stop because the fly got in underneath the door. And I realized that a number of things possibly. Well, one is, as we're often told, <laughs> demons, things of the enemy are pretty small. They are not that huge. But a fly isn't that huge, and it's a great big irritation. The noise of the fly buzzing around, especially if it buzzes close to you, is extremely irritating. It's a tiny thing, but it's an irritation. And in fact, the smaller the fly, often the more irritating it is. Midges are horrendously irritating because they bite. This was just an ordinary house fly, but it was irritating and it disturbed my peace. And I let it do that. I let it disturb my peace. If I'd had fly killer, I could have got rid of it. If I'd done a little bit of careful think about where to put the light so it goes outside, I'd have got rid of it but I let it disturb my peace. And the next thought that came to me was, it follows the light. And actually, is that what demons do? Is that what the flies of the enemy do? They follow the light. And you know what? I thought about that and I thought, yeah, if you're on a high, if you've been worshiping, if you've been praying, if you've been ministering, very often the next thing is slap. You've got irritation, you've got things that annoy you, you've got things that pull you down around you because they follow the light. That's not to say they get too close, that's not to say they want to be where Jesus is worshipped, but when that light is shining, they're gonna be there to do exactly what the fly does. Buzz around, irritate, rob you of peace. So you can do all the closing of the gates and all the protecting of your property that you like, but unless the Lord keeps the enemy away and protects you from him coming close, he's gonna be there to rob you of peace and he's gonna follow light. So the closer you get to God, the more flies are gonna be buzzing around you really. That's. That's the sort of picture all of this is. So we put up our protections. We protect ourselves from the darkness of the enemy, but he's following the light and he's gonna come in if we don't allow the Lord to put a barrier around and protect us. So you ask, 
how do we do that? Well, in true teacher fashion, I say, that's a project for the student. Don't ask me, how would I know? Well, let's actually try to unpack it a little bit. And there is something about putting Christ on and being surrounded by Christ and being robed in Christ, the armour of God that is that protection, which says this is not something you are allowed to touch, Satan. I'm not sure how that extends to our property, to the things we care about, to our families, but I do think it's the beginning. There is that verse in Proverbs 18, I think, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. And when we used to sing that as a worship song, I used to think, surely the righteous are already in the strong tower. Surely the righteous already have the name of the Lord. What does this mean that we have to run into the strong tower? But I think, again, that that is a very profound truth, isn't it? That we are saved. We are already saved. The righteous are already saved. But there is something beyond salvation. If I can almost say just salvation, I don't mean it like that. But there is, if we're talking in the context of how we are protected from the um, onslaughts of the enemy, of the flies, how we're protected from the flies, then the name of the Lord is the strong tower. We run into that and we're protected. We are saved from that. So what does that mean? Well, the name of the Lord in our era is Jesus. And wearing the robes of Christ is to become surrounded by Jesus. That's the strong tower we are protected in. Psalm 63, 64, uh, I'm not quite sure, it's one I've read recently, talks about um, the rock. The Lord is my rock, he is my fortress, he's become my salvation. And that again is the same thing, the name of the Lord is the strong tower, a righteous run into it and are saved. The name of the Lord. The Lord is my rock. He is my fortress. He has become my salvation. So we have this idea of the rock on which we stand, the fortress, the strong tower upon the rock, and our salvation as he has lifted us up out of the miry pit and set our feet upon a rock. That one's Psalm 40. Then all of that together is important. 
yet I think most of us would say, yeah, we know all this. We know all this and the flies are still getting in. I finished my time of worship, my time of prayer, and I'm irritated. I've lost my peace. The flies are around me already. So that's why I said, I don't know. You go and work it out. Because there's more. There's more than certainly I have reached in this. But there is this promise that God is our salvation. He is our peace. He is our rock. He is our fortress. And there should be complete protection from the irritations. I'm not saying complete protection from everything because as we know from history, there are some Christians who have been called by God to suffer the slings and arrows, if I may quote from outside the, bar the Bible, to suffer like Ridley and Cranmer did. And today, sir, we are lighting a blaze that I pray will never be extinguished in England. We're on the verge of extinction of that blaze, perhaps. And yet, I don't believe it will be extinguished. It will be fanned back into flame. That's a different talk. Let's just concentrate as we finish on seeking God seeking the strong tower, seeking the seal that protects even when we've done all we can to close the windows and the doors, to stop the flies coming in. And I think one thing I'm going to do next time I'm praying or worshipping is to pray before it and after it, Lord, seal the doors so that this isn't taken away by the irritations of flies either as I'm worshipping or especially immediately after. You can't touch me, cause Jesus has saved me. You can't touch me, he died on the cross. You see, you can't touch me, he's risen and So devil, when you come attempting to ruin my life with sin, I'll turn around to face you, and this is what I'll sing. See in my eyes, the love God has bestowed. Searching my mind, my gates to Satan closed.
Thank you for listening.